Hi, welcome back to my podcast. First, wanted to apologize for already being inconsistent with posting. I wanted to try to do it every Thursday just because that's our normal off day from our our training plans throughout the week. So it's just like my days that I am normally most productive. But last week, I was just a little bit more on the unmotivated side and a little bit lazier too. So I just didn't get around to recording one. And so I know I had said that there would be a possible guest on this episode, but I still think I'm going to wait a little bit longer and because there's still so much that I just want to talk about before I get to bring some lovely people onto the podcast. So after my episode from last week, I had asked on my Instagram, like I did a, a questionnaire of what you guys wanted to hear me talk about. And there were some, a few really good ones. And not a few, there was a lot of them. So I think I'm going to like split it into two and kind of break down a couple of them in this episode and then do the rest in the next episode. So if I didn't get to what you recommended today, I promise I will because everything that was um, given to me was was really good. So I appreciate everybody who gave me a topic to talk about. Not that I, Not that I needed topics, but at the same time, it gives me a little bit more direction of where I'm going and I know I get off topic a lot so it's kind of gave me a little bit more of an outline so yes I think I wanted to start with a comment from one of my best friends here at Brockport um she wanted me to talk about negative versus positive self-talk this is something I am still really (laughs) really working on and probably my weakest spot in so many ways. <laughs> I think specifically around sport, I am I'm really bad at it and I think all of the time I'm good at offering advice and then I watch myself not take it. And so yeah, everything I want to talk about, I also want to just mention that I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect at any of these things. We all slip up and have our moments of negative self-talk and and self-doubt. So I want to speak on it, but I also just want to make it clear that like I struggle with it all the time, and it's hard to make it go away, but there's little things that you can do to get better at it. So, there was a girl on my team that I had talked to in the fall, just like, how do you, how do you, how do you get so good and just stay, like, calm and positive before races, and she just told me, like, it it really makes a difference how you're treating yourself and what you say when you're looking in the mirror. She told me, like, you got to look in the mirror and be like, I am strong, I am beautiful, I'm smart, I'm fast. And these were all things, like, affirmations that I was never saying. And as much as I would try, it's it's a matter of believing it yourself. Everybody else can tell you that, which I'm told all the time that, like, you got to be the one to believe it. So it's been a struggle. But I've I've taken her words into consideration, and I think about that all the time. And there's a lot of time that I use positive self-talk to calm myself down before a race or in, like, soccer, in games beforehand. So I think, as I said, since I've struggled with it, I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm still probably one of the worst people about it. Um but it truly does make a difference because I've watched these teammates just say that they're going out and they're going to have fun and they're not going to stress and they're just going to do the best they can for that day. And then they do amazing. So 
it clearly works and there is so much value in treating yourself as you would treat others and like be kind to yourself be kind to your mind and it goes a long way and I think going back to talk about like positive versus negative negative is saying I'm not good enough I'm too slow I'm worse on the team blah blah blah. and this is all stuff that like I find myself saying at least 10 times in a week and it is hard like coming into a like coming in as a freshman to a team that is outstanding like I'm I'm in awe every single day of what my teammates are capable of doing and the goals they set for themselves and just their attitude about everything so it's really easy to like downplay my accomplishments and you know my worth on a team that's amazing because at the end of the day I'm still doing stuff that most people can't do and so it's I think I cut I need to cut myself a little bit more slack but that's what I I'm going back to saying I'm not perfect at all and this is something I really struggle with but I guess my best advice for that is you know just stay positive as positive you can and even if you're having those like self-doubt moments in the back of your mind just try to push them aside and drown them out with positivity Things take time and habits take time to, you know, come into place. So little by little, I've been working on, okay, let's let's just focus on the positives of this race and not just tear yourself down because then you have another shot. And if you're still thinking about, oh, I did bad in this one, then it's going to carry through and it already sets the tone to be negative for the next race or your next opportunity. So focus on the positive and... Thank you for giving me that that topic because it's something that I know I could seek out a lot of advice for, but deep down I know like there's a lot of stuff that I can do differently, but being kind to yourself and being gentle with how you are talking about yourself to others and stuff is important. I think putting yourself in situations and in groups of people where you're talking down about yourself you're eventually going to start to really believe it and then you just go down a negative path. So I think that's all I have to say about that, but I think that also can bring me into my my next topic, um, which was giving yourself credit and being your own number one fan. At the end of the day, it's it's just you. You can be with a team at your meet, at your, at your game, but at the end of the day, you're the one that has to come home and look yourself in the mirror and you want to you want to do things in your whole life that make you be proud of the person that you're looking at. And like I said before talking about self-talk, you have to you have to believe it. Everybody else can tell you, "Oh, you did great. You are you're beautiful, you're strong," but you have to see it within yourself. And that's a really hard thing to do. But again, it takes time. So, I've been working myself on you know, just giving myself credit for the small things like Last weekend, I didn't have a great race. I raced the steeplechase, and I took it as such a, a loss. And I was like, it was a failure. You know, I I focused on the fact that I, like, got last place and that I was really befo- really far behind others. And it was just a bunch of self-doubt and comparison and just I, I didn't find anything positive in that. And then my dad had texted me, and he was like, don't ever walk away from something like that thinking that it was a failure because you're you're one of the smallest people out in the field and 
like you you stepped on the line and you finished and there are a lot of times that I really overlook the small accomplishments that I I shouldn't because he's right it's not a lot of people can do that event and it's hard mentally and physically but I set myself up to the challenge and I and I did it no matter what my my time was or the outcome was I I set them the line and I did it and I think I I undermine that a lot of myself like I'm I just look like oh I didn't do as well as her or give the time I wanted so it's a failure but sometimes it's really important to just take a step back and realize I did it I that's the bare minimum I, I just did it and and that's enough that's amazing and so I've have been struggling within like within the first few days of like a race to find the positives but then the more and more I think about it it's like it's it's not that big of a deal it's not the end of the world that I didn't do fantastic in my race or or stuff like that but then so this weekend this past weekend I also ran the sepal chase again and I ran 36 seconds faster than I did the week before which I should absolutely be happy with and I wasn't because I was still nine seconds away from like our conference time standard so I felt it was a failure again but it's like I I shaved off 36 seconds in a week which is I should be over the moon like and that's what I mean I think it's so easy to just like take things like that and think you're not good enough because you didn't do one thing but you got to look back and just be happy about one the first accomplishment I know I was talking to my my coach the week before and he just said like try to get down to as close as you can to 14 minutes because the week prior I had run 14 25 I think so going down from from 14.25 and be, having, having the goal being get close to 14 and I ran 13.49, I should have taken away from that like, oh, I, I hit the A goal. That's what I wanted. But it's just so easy to think to yourself like, oh, I still didn't do well enough to qualify for this or hit the standard for that. It's like take the wins where you can find them. You showed up. You did better than you did the week before, and you move on from it, and you try again the next chance you get. Um, but yeah, so that's, I feel like I'm struggling really, really bad to like stay on topic, and I hope that you guys are following along with me. <laughs> but yeah, the the moral of the, the story is with that, like take take your wins where you can find them, and be your, be your own number one fan. So... Those those two kind of went hand in hand, so I wanted to talk about those two. Um, another um, topic that I was given was balancing friends in versus out of sports. So I'm trying, I, I kind of interpret this two ways, so I'll just try to talk about like both the ways because I wasn't like fully clear on, on the topic, so... The first meaning of this I'm taking out is like balancing your your friends at practice and then still managing friendships outside of practice. So I guess just taking or like separating the two lives, I guess, so that you're not always focused around running, which I I struggle with that immensely and I always have. Because, like, in high school and to this day, like, my best friend, best friends in high school were my teammates. And we were together every single day 
from fall cross country, indoor and outdoor track. So it's like I was seeing these people every single day. And that was like, that was awesome for me because they're my best friends. And I still have that here in college. But I think it is sometimes draining if the conversation is always revolving around running. And I guess just having time to to separate yourself from people that you see every day can be really healthy. And not all people have to do that. Like some people can, you know, surround themselves with the same people every single day and they'll be just fine. But I know other people struggle to just like constantly be talking about their sport and especially leading up to like a game or a meet. And that's all that's like the only topic of conversation that can get really draining for people. And it can be nerve wracking for some people to always be thinking about like the next coming event um, in your sport. So I think that's like my first takeaway I got from that question was just like have other people that aren't involved in your sport that you can go to and talk to about just other everything else <laughs> like not anything about sport just like how your day was and not that you can't do that with your teammates and stuff like that my best friends are my teammates and they always have been so I feel like I'm not the best person to speak about this but um knowing people who do struggle with that like constantly being um in a situation where they're talking about their sport is um is draining for them so yeah I think definitely find a balance of like, yeah, we see each other at practice. Now I'm either going to go home and spend time by myself or hang out with family or other friends that aren't involved in that sport just to kind of balance out the pressure of always talking about it. So I hope that made sense. And then the other way I interpreted this was balancing friends in within the sport in and outside of practice. So... I think this is like a similar explanation to what I was just talking about, but I think it also goes to show like, so you're, you're with these people for two and a half hours at practice. You probably saw them breakfast, lunch, you'll probably see them for dinner. So that can be a lot in itself, just within like your friend, your friendships at practice. And I think it is really important to distance a little bit because seeing the same people every single day and just always having to talk about like running or some people some people that doesn't work for and if you recognize that that doesn't work for you then make sure you're making time for yourself because there's no pressure to be with the same people every day and always have to to talk about running or your sport every single second so yeah I think focusing on what you need for you know your mental health and just your energy is really important because I because I think like me personally talking about running all the time can get really draining and it's like I I don't want to be thinking about that all the time so yeah I I hope I explained that well I'm so sorry if I'm sounding really confusing but yeah um okay so that also pours into the next topic that I kind of wanted to talk about which was separating running from the rest of your life and I really struggled with this in high school I I I would just like I would have a bad race or a bad practice and I would let that take over the next three weeks and I just I realized it more now that I had such a toxic relationship with running 
and more than I would like to admit because I look back at it now and it's like it really was not that deep like it was high school running but I just I really let it affect my days at school and my sleep and my relationships because I just would be so exhausted you know from from first of all just running because running is hard and exhausting but then just constantly thinking about running and putting yourself down from your performances in running and constantly talking about running like it gets really really hard and I think also running kind of took over like my eating and how much I was eating and I think there's everything just kind of went hand in hand in high school like I really just clumped running into the rest of my life and like the first time I I would wake up and the first thing I would think about is like oh I'm sick to my stomach about our workout today in high school (laughs) and I still have like pretty bad performance anxiety and workout anxiety and racing anxiety so it's not fully gone but it was definitely worse in high school. So I think something I've worked on a lot in college is realizing like running doesn't have to be everything. Running isn't your entire life. You're so much more than a runner. You're so much more than your times. You are who who you are without running. I don't know if that makes sense, but like people know you as, you know, how you treat others and your personality and you know, your work ethic and stuff, but they don't look at you as your times and your accomplishments in the sport. So I think it's just really important to separate the two. And I know also I would go to like family things and they'd be like, oh, how are you? And I would immediately go to running. And it's like, I have more going on than just running. Like, why is that always my like first topic of conversation? I'm more than a runner, you know, I'm, I'm a singer. I am a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a student like I'm so much more than a runner and I think that's like I said that's something I've really worked on and I think I'm getting a lot better at just you know when when we're in practice be present work hard and when you leave practice live the rest of your life do your schoolwork you know just be present in where you are and focus about practice when you're at practice and when you're not at practice focus on anything else going on because now the first thing I think of think of when I wake up is I wonder what the dining hall is serving for breakfast (laughs) not oh my god I'm so nervous for my workout and don't get me wrong I I still struggle with it I'll step to the line and like workout day and be like low-key crying on the inside of like being terrified but I've gotten through so many workouts like they are not gonna make or break my week my month my year my friendships my you know people will still love me if I have a bad workout my family will still be there if I have a bad workout so it's just, it's important to realize that it's a small thing and yeah. And I think I actually didn't realize how much all of these topics tie into one another because the next thing I was going to talk about was the difference between, oh, I have to do this be- or I, I get to do this. Like this is a privilege. And this is another thing that I've, I've struggled with this, this year transitioning from high school to college running is... It's like sometimes running feels like a chore and I don't think it should ever be like that. Like there are so many people who wish they had their, the opportunity to be on a college team and run in college or, you know, play a college sport. And I am so lucky and it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm, I don't belong here, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I am making a difference on a team 
for who I am and what I bring to a team, and I get to do that. Like, I am, I have a privilege to be on a team with wonderful people and wonderful coaches and to get all the opportunities I've been given and to step on the line is something I get to do. It's not something like, oh, I, I have to race this weekend. I have to go to practice. It's like, no, I am, I am lucky enough to go to practice. And I think that ties in with the positivity and not even just self-talk, but just surrounding your whole life is think of everything as a privilege. Think of everything as an opportunity. And when you, because when you start to look at things like, oh, this is, this is boring. This is a chore. I don't want to do this. It's like, that takes away all the joy from it. If I felt in my heart, like, oh, I I don't want to go out for a run. I, I don't care about my meat. I don't care about my races. Then, then why would I do it? Like, I do it for a reason. And it's always important to come back to like your why and just realize you're doing it for something bigger than yourself. You're doing it for your team. You're doing it for, like, for me, I'm, I, I'm religious. So i doing it because God gave me the opportunity to be able to run and some people aren't able to run. So it's just take everything as a privilege and just try to be grateful for every opportunity you're given and make the most out of every practice, every time with your teammates, every race and every run because not everybody gets to do it. Um, So that's a, a little spiel. And I wanted to save kind of the other topics for my next episode just because it'll still give me a little bit more of an outline of of things to talk about. I am trying to make these episodes a little bit longer by popular demand, but I also am a little worried that I just ramble so like nobody's going to actually listen all the way through. But if you are still listening, I really appreciate it because this is all again really beneficial for me. I I think me talking about things is a way of expression and I've gotten a lot of love from doing this which makes me really happy because it's not just helping other people it's it's really helping me as well so in the next episode I'd I'd like to talk about setbacks and running I know that was one of the ones that was requested um the importance of a relationship between a coach and an athlete which I may save because my coach did agree to come on the podcast so I'm really excited for that don't know when that'll happen but I'll I'm working on it Um, running with differences and injury and all that good stuff so again please reach out like if you have other things you would want me to talk about I would really appreciate it because I feel like I just get really unorganized and it's hard sometimes to search for topics because I feel like I just talk about everything and ramble a little bit I think I'm doing that right now because I've already stated that I ramble so All right, so thank you for listening to this podcast. And I'm sorry again for it being late. Let me know what else you want to hear. And yeah, share this with your friends. Pretty please. I'd love to get, you know, the message across so we can break the stigma together. So thank you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye.